From the Shepherd House International in Georgetown, Guyana, Bishop Victor Connors Asabre, anointed by God, will inspire you with rare and down-to-earth but provoking teachings from the Word of God to love the Lord deeply and to devote yourself to His work. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Now, here is Bishop Collins. Father, tonight, there's no doubt your presence is here. Thank you for this last day, last night of our convention. I know you will bless our lives. You will help us receive life. I know there's going to be expressions of your love and revelations of your power and might. Let your will be done tonight. Above all else, let us not leave your presence the same as we came. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. Epson, good to see you tonight. Nice, 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 nice. So you're welcome to um, the Georgetown Proton Convention. Amen. It's good to be here. I think I've not been seeing Sister Donette. It's good to see you tonight. Beautiful. All right. So we're looking at the presence of God. Somebody say the presence of God. Yeah. You don't want to um, have a relationship with um, your father. You don't have to have a father. And that you don't know your father, you don't have a relationship with your father. Are you with me? Help you, Karen. Are you there? Beautiful. And so I'm preaching, I'm teaching, and I'm trying to help you understand the presence of God. Amen. In Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. Verse 8. All right. Basman, are you there? It's okay. All right. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8. The Bible says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. This is the beginning of staying away from the presence. This is the beginning of human beings not recognizing and or identifying or even um, experiencing the presence of God. Remember God created Adam and Eve. Adam first and then Eve second. And when you read your Bible, you know that Eve was not needed. God didn't need Eve in the garden. Just like Jesus didn't need a woman, a wife in his life. Are you with me? And I'll say it anywhere I go. Yeah, I'm not afraid of any woman anywhere. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, God created Adam, and the Bible says everything was good. It was Adam who tried to show some signs of loneliness. You know, so God said, you know what? I don't want to treat Adam like that. But as much as it was not in my plan to uh, create Randa, let me just bring her on the scene and cause some trouble in the man's life a little bit. <laughs> it looks like the man wants trouble. <laughs> you know, so God, God created um, um, Eve from the dust, uh, from, from he took um, the rape of Adam and then created a woman out of that. 
And so when the woman came, Adam said, man, man, the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. Original creation. Now, there was a very nice relationship between God, um, Eve, and then Adam. And this was very, very precious. Something happened and they lost that relationship. The Bible says that when God came, just as he would normally come, he says, the Bible says that they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, which probably suggests that in the cool of every day, God will kind of come and have fellowship with Adam and Eve. But this time, this time, in Genesis chapter 3, this is when um, the, 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 the serpent had showed his face and had asked um, Eve. I think the first day I spoke a little bit about that, isn't it? Maybe you should go there and let me talk about, for those who are not here, Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1. The Bible says, no woman, you're in trouble all the time, you know. You should be used to trouble. <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of the, it's part of the of the show. That's why you fight for your rights a lot. And the Bible says, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea! Hath God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. I think I mentioned when I, when I, when we read this the first day was that the devil was very good in creating doubt in the mind of a woman, isn't it? And that is what makes women behave bad and behave like mad women. When they, when they, when they have thoughts, when they believe that, ah, this ain't right. That's, where the, that's the source of all the problems. That's what the Bible says, to the pure, all things are pure. Apostle Paul told um, Titus that to the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are not pure, anything that passes through your mind, something bad must, it, it must represent something bad. There are a lot of people, they can't appreciate pure things. There must be something wrong why this is the way it is. You get it? And, and that is something that the devil managed to create in the first place in the life of a woman. He came and he questioned her whether she was complete. Whether she was all that. That's how you tell a woman you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're blushing. That's how a woman needs that. Even up to today, after you're born again and married with seven rings on your one finger, you still need validation of your love. It's like the man still has to always say, I love you. Otherwise, you don't believe that he loves you. Shemiba. Huh? After all the children, you still don't believe. You're still in doubt. Eh, well, last you tell me you love me. Well, last you did this. But for a man, the moment he puts a ring on your feet, like he loves you to death. It's finished. Yes, to, to death do us part. But for the woman, it's not like that. This, this is like validation. You don't buy a gift for her. You don't take her out. No, but you don't kiss her up. You don't hug her up. They will always doubt there's something wrong. You, you get a call. You go outside. You answer the call. There's something wrong. Yeah, you have, a, you have a code on your phone. Why you get a code on your phone? I want to pay. This is where it started from. <laughs> the devil created doubt in the mind of the woman. In a situation and an environment where there was no reason for her to doubt who she was. But the devil came 
and then was able to plant that seed. And so in verse 2, the Bible says that, what? And the woman said unto the serpent, yeah, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Nobody said we can't touch nothing. But it's in verse 3. She remembered that, oh, Adam told her something when she, one day when she, she, Adam came back from work. He said, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the garden, in the midst of the garden, God has said that you shall not eat of it. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Yeah. Sometimes you want to know, and then when you know, you can't handle it. Yeah. I want to know. Tell me now. And when he tell you, say, it's a dog. <laughs> it's a cross. From that day, you can't believe and trust him anymore. When he's going, you wonder where he's going to. Where he's coming from. Well, you say you're forgiving him. Yes, Mujan coming him. <laughs> but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Verse 4 says what? And the serpent said unto woman, unto the woman, You shall not surely die. Don't worry. You believe what he's telling you? Don't believe him. Don't believe him at all. That's one thing about women. That's why women need security in life. One of the things that women need a lot is security. They need federal management to come to the house. They need RK security services right in the house. They need grills and padlocks. They said they need assurance that you are the only one for the rest of my life. You are the only one. Nobody's like you. Uh-huh. They feel good. They feel good. Okay. I remember my big brother told me a story. I laughed and laughed and laughed. He said one summer, he was driving with his wife or so, or his girlfriend, something like that. I think he saw some fancy girl. You know, you know in, in, when it's summertime in these places, they behave like they are animals who have come out from the earth or something. <laughs> they take off everything, they walk around. I think he saw this another girl. I think the girl was nice or something. And he looked at the girl for about, I think, 50 to 20 seconds. He, he was driving. He looked like that. You see what he turned his face? Slap met his face like that. <laughs> yeah. As he turned, he said, what are you looking at? <laughs> you, stra- you strayed too far. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the prize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes women very territorial. This is my territory. Nobody crosses it. If you cross it, me and you go around. I'll behave bad. I'll behave like a mad woman. You know who is me? I come from the scheme. I was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you that I was born in the scheme. <laughs> Verse 5. The scripture says, for God does not know that, for God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as gods. You get it? It's like, you are not complete. You need something extra to be complete. I mean, how can you believe such a story? How can you believe such a story? That if he doesn't do this for you, then it means that you are not a real wife. How can you believe that? Of course, if he doesn't put a ring on your finger, it means that you're not a wife. That's what that one, that's what it is. Because that's where the validation comes in. But after that now, I don't know what more you want. 
can get you care, get you house, get you everything. You will still, it is something that is in a woman, and you have to watch that. You can get all things and you still not be satisfied. It is, it is from here. It is from here. She came in as one of the most wonderful creatures. Adam had never seen anything like that. Hey, I don't know if you understand what Bobby is. You, you, if you like, go and study Bobby. I tell you, if you want to do biology. There's nothing like that. Bobby, hey. No, the women, they don't understand what they have. Yeah, that's why those who understand, they, they open it up when they're walking on the road. They know what they got. They get, they get something. Something I get. Yeah. yeah. Those of you who don't know, you cover it all the time. Those who know, they show it on the road. They know it has power. <laughs> yeah. Every man will look at you. Yeah. That's why they, they, they make clothes for you now these days. When you wear, you got to show a little bit because they're trying to show you that. You got power. You got to show your power you have. Yeah, and the Christians are saying, no, you know, no, no, no. I, I got Holy Ghost power. That's the right one. <laughs> but those in the world are saying that, no, it's true. Let me show it. The people do tattoo and things all over there. Yeah, it's even double trouble. Bobby and tattoo, that's double trouble. Hey, that Bobby alone is a problem. How much more you put a tattoo on it? <laughs> It's too much. All right. Verse 6, he goes on to say, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree to be desired to make one wise, that was she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. That's mysterious, but we'll, we'll skip that. And the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked. And they sealed fig trees, fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. All along, they didn't know that they had to put something around themselves. When they ate the, the, the fruit, they realized that, what's that? Cover it up. Cover it. That's how Chinese, uh, China trading has five for $100. Oh, oh, has it gone up now? It's gone up now. So five for 2000 now. Okay, that's not bad. That's not, that's, the quality is good. Okay. <laughs> Verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God. When we sinned in the Garden of Eden, that began their hiding. We hide. Even as we are in the church, many people are hiding. You are not yourself. Many people come to church, they are not themselves. They don't want to show their real self. They hide. I'm telling you. But what we are trying to say is that when you become a Christian, the presence of God is like living in the house of your father. There's no point, there's no point in hiding from your father. If you live with your father and your father can't see you or you can't see your father, then there's no point. Because the presence of a father, the influence of a father, the contributions of a father is very, very critical to your development. And so the presence of God became something that, that, that has been very rare to us since the day Adam and Eve decided to uh, do what they wanted to do. It has followed us up to today that many people don't know the presence of God. One thing I can say of all the years that I've been here is that we Guyanese, do, do, we are not moved by spiritual things. When, some, when there's something spiritual, we are not moved. 
you, you, you open your mouth and insult a pastor just now. You open your mouth and say something bad about our church just now. That's how we are in this country. The presence of God is something that we have been, it, it has been taken away from us because of sin. That we can't recognize when God is around at all. At all. I say all the time, I only came here because of church. Anybody who has something bad to say about me, I don't understand. Because I didn't come here to thief. I didn't come here to thief anybody's nothing. I only came here for church. And you know me, all those, those who have known me, especially from the scheme. 13 years I've been here in this building. Just the other day, I, 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 I vacated to the high income. I left the gated community and I went to. This is a high income place. Prince lives in a high income, gated community. When you go, you have to press an intercom, mention your name before the bar opens and you drive inside. Right here, Cochrane. <laughs> Cochraneville. It's called Cochraneville. <laughs> Cochraneville. <laughs> Many people, especially here in East La Penitence, and I said it, and I'll say it every time I come, I come here. There is no church. I don't know if there is a church. You can compare notes. There's no church that has had an impact on the people in the community than our church. Yeah. Whether you like me or not, it's not about liking. It is about the facts on the ground. I have so many pastors who are from the scheme. Scheme pastors. People who, whose lives were very different until God sent us here. You can't take that away from me. You have to be a wicked person to say, oh, don't worry with he. Don't worry who he. When somebody does something, you acknowledge what they've done. Do you know, do you know in our country, even this small Amazonian mall that someone put up, President Ali was there for his inauguration or whatever commissioning. This small mall that only 10 people can go inside. Yeah, look. You can see people go, Amazonian mall. Amazonian mall. Some small place. Yeah, somebody's house. It's, some, it's somebody's ranch. Yeah. And Amazonia Mall, if you look at the, the, the property we have over the river, we are on nine acres of land. If I take you from the front to the back, you, you got to drink water before we get to the back. <laughs> to the next minute. But if you see Amazonia Mall, it's just a small place. You see how people go there and take selfies and all that. It's like some wild place. You see, you cannot compare Amazonia Mall to a, a person's life that was the before and after. What has happened to an individual before God's presence affected them and then what it is now? You can't compare that. I'm telling you, all of you who are here, those who have been here for years, what has happened to you? Nothing can pay. There's no price to it. And you have to give credit to whom credit is due. There's something about the presence of God that has done something here. You can't take that away from Lighthouse Chapel International, Shepherd House International, whatever name you want to call us. You can't take that away, whether you like us or not. Something has happened to people's life. It has been that which we had before that we lost, and God has restored it through salvation. And so I've been saying that the presence of God is something that we as his children, we should be very conversant with. It is something that we should be very confident about. It is something that we should be able to easily identify and realize that daddy is around. Daddy is here. 
I mean, if, if you are God's child and you understand the presence, you should know that he's here right now. And when he's here, your attitude should change. Because if any high official or dignitary walks in here, we will treat the person a little different. We will stand up in respect to that person. That, that's how you behave in life. And so, without the presence of God, our lives will be just like, what, what, you see, Adam and Eve, after this encounter, the Bible said God drove them away from his presence. And he made it so difficult for them to have a relation with him. He put uh, angels, the cherubim and, and, and cherubim and seraphim, angels of fire, to guard the garden. This was the beginning of separation between God and, and, and his creation. And it has been like that until you give your life to Christ. And even though it is restored as a package, practically many people don't experience the presence of God. So Moses said it in Exodus chapter 33. He said that if you really like me like you say you like me, then make sure that if we are going to make, take a step, that that presence that Adam and Eve once upon a time had in the coolness of the day, let that presence not go away from me. Let me know that you are with me, and then when you move, I will move, because without a father's input, without a father's influence, I am nothing. I went on to share with you that many people here in our country don't have a father's influence. Even that, many people don't realize it. It's true, Takai Taki. Yeah. You see, we are people who don't analyze things. We look at things from the, from the outward, from the surface, and then we make up our minds. Oh! is this. But beauty, for example, beauty of a woman is not the outward. You can see somebody who looks so good on the outward and is a tigress. Bad behavior, Taliban, fighting, crazy, mad, bonkers. You'd be very surprised that her hair is all of that. Her hair, whatever, shape is size 8, size 10, whatever, hips, whatever you want to call it. But then if you, if you, if you engage such a person, you realize that that is why if you look at it, the, <clears throat> excuse me, these days, the miss, misses things they do, Miss Universe, Miss Things, these days, for a few years now, they allow them to speak. Because once upon a time, once you come and you do, you are a beauty queen. Then they realize that when they take them on trips to different countries to speak, interviews, they say, so what are you going to do when you win this? They say, um, I win and I win and I win, I win. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> I keep winning. There's no substance. <laughs> yes, there's no substance. It's just a beauty. Nice long hair, nice spectacles, nice chocolate color, nice heels, especially when you wear the heels. Because hey, when they wear the heels, they deceive us. They don't walk the same way when they are flat on the ground as they have heels. Don't be deceived though. If you want to choose a woman, tell her to take off her flat. Tell her, take, take, off, take off your fashion. Walk, let me see. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, 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 don't be deceived. When they, when they go up like that, hey, the bamsi changes, the position changes, the legs changes, it goes out, the walking changes. Then when you look at them, you say, wow, yes, it's you, it's you I want. Let them take off the shoes and let's see. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new world. That's how we are. We don't analyze things. So we are, we are not careful to even know that this is a good thing. That is a good thing. That's a good thing. I can tell you, I am so surprised all over all the time how people just ignore ignore, reject, disregard and disrespect spiritual things. And Jesus experienced the same thing. He said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets who are sent to you. He said, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Anybody who comes to you in the name of the Lord, you have to be very careful about that. Because somehow God is bringing you something. God is bringing you something. I was sharing the other day. If you look at the number of people we have sent to Ghana in the last few years, it's about 47 people. You multiply by $2,000. US dollars. 47,000. Some people, we bought two tickets for them. Some, we bought three. <laughs> yeah. $2,000 by 47. Can you do math on your computer? Uh, Mrs. Um, pharmacy. Yeah. Forty-seven times twenty. Ninety-four. Ninety-four thousand U.S. dollars. Let's say let's let's correct it downwards or upwards. So downwards because it's four, right? So let's bring it up. Ninety thousand U.S. dollars. Jonathan Peter. Ninety-four thousand U.S. dollars in the past twelve to what fifteen years. I don't know. I don't know any other church that, that, that has done that. Maybe they'll do other things. But not buy a ticket for people to become somebody. People have become somebody's. Yeah, through the church. It, it, God, God sent something through the church. He sent something through us. And so a father's influence, and that's what I'm emphasizing, a father's influence. It's critical. So our heavenly father, our heavenly father, for many of you who have missed a, a biological father's influence, you have our heavenly father's influence that you shouldn't play with, you shouldn't joke with, coming from the church. When Shavu was telling me, was it today, Shavu, you were telling me, there's a young man who has come, started coming to our church in Samaria. The guy, when he was talking to the guy, the guy says, uh, there's too much control in the church. You, you, you know people who speak like that? You find out that he only lives with his mother. He's a molested young man. If you live with your mother, control is something you find very different. Because mothers, sure. Oh, yeah, there's a mother here. Ah, when Mr. Nelson shows up, you see how Prince gets quiet. <laughs> because he's bigger than him. <laughs> he prints things that he's big. His father is big, far bigger than him. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll excuse you. We'll embrace you like this and excuse you like that. There are, there, are, there are bigger people around. That's your way. There's control in the church. It's because you don't understand the presence and the influence of a father in your life. I remember many years ago, some boys, they were, you know how our people used to do a domino here? Have they stopped? Domino has stopped. Hey, t- time changes though. They used to play domino there. As we are having church, they'll be having play domino. During the day, I think I came in, and it was, it was customary that when I drive, and there are people in the building, they don't, I, it, is, it, is, it is gross disrespect and dishonor. For me to, you were there, for me to get out of my car, open the gate, drive in, and close the gate when there are children here. Thank you very much. There can't be children in the house, and the father drives into the house, and then the, the, he gets out when there are children in the house. No, 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 no. I heard the people, that, that time Ramota was the president. The people shouted and laughing, hey, Ramota, come. Yeah. That's what they, they were shouting, hey, Ramota, come, Ramota, come. They, they said, Ramota, come. They were laughing. So when I got out of the car, I gathered the boys who opened the gate for me. I said, don't worry with them. They've never had a father in their lives who owns a car in a house where the car doesn't. So many people park their car outside. You should see Guyana. They can build nice fancy house, but the car is still parked outside. There's, there's another level where they park the car inside. And there's a third highest level where there's a garage inside. Few Guyanese have garage inside the house. They spend so much money, go to the bank, take a loan and buy a car and park the car outside. That's very intelligent. Yeah. Because if you value the vehicle, you have to protect the vehicle. So when you see people with houses and the worker, yeah, boss, man, don't worry. <laughs> That's one of the scheme pastors. He's, he's from the scheme. Yeah, 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 yeah. The chief of the scheme. Yeah. And Phoebe is here today. She's also from the scheme. Yeah, don't worry, she fancy, fancy dress. And I said, scheme man. Yeah, Gege is also here. Scheme woman. Plenty skill. Red range and uh, what? Is it green range or uh, white range? Yeah, Gege is from the white range. Or the gated community. Congrats. Congratville. <laughs> Your neighbor. Yeah. Influence. Showing praise and worship leader. All these people from the scheme. And they've been around with me for years. Yes, they've been around me. Yes, over 10 years they've been working with me. Ah. So I'm saying that it's the presence that, that causes all these things to happen. And, and so if you're a Christian, you're a child of God, and you don't experience the presence, you lack something very, very big. Are you, are, you, are you there? Because if you live with your father, I will not get out of the car. When I get out of the car, you see that my face will... Uh, my face will change when I enter the house. <laughs> they make your, 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 your face. They now know these people. Daniel, they can't be in the house and you open the gate. Oh. Even Natasha can't be in the house and you open the gate. Yeah, if the children won't come, then Natasha should come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come open the for your, gate for your Lord, the king and the master of your life. Lord, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a key to my gate, but I will not get down and open the gate. I refuse. When there are children in the house, what do you mean? What do you mean? 
would you be brought up properly? I stopped there and I honked my horn. Papa! And I started looking at my time. Yeah, yeah. You see that they'll be running. Whew, I said, good. <laughs> Run and come in. Jackman, you can't have that in Walaku. You can't have that in Walak. Walak. <laughs> no, no, no. The car can't go into the house. There's no space in the house. <laughs> Got to go there. That's at the point. That when, the, when it's presence of those influences, you even move from where you live. That's you have to. That's why I spoke about yesterday about actions. So the first, I'm, 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 I'm teaching and I'm preaching that the presence of the Lord has three aspects of it, or three components. The first one is the aura. The aura. The aura is like a smell. Godfrey Hunt. <laughs> he's been around, though. He's tried. Yeah, he's going to come, but he's been around. <laughs> yeah. You all right? You're good? Okay. Nice. Have the rings become less? You have a lot of rings on your finger. I came for one. Oh, you have one for me? The rings. Where me? Oh, you still have like three. Okay. They used to be like ten. Oh. You become what? Three or four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The first aspect of the presence of God is the aura. And aura is defined as what? A subtly, a subtle, pervasive atmosphere seen as emanating from a person. And, and, and to just simplify it, aura is not seeing the person, but becoming aware of the person's presence. It's like, I know, I know he's here. Some people, they use, they use your, your cologne. Some people use your body smell. But when it comes to God, God doesn't use cologne. He doesn't use isimiyake. He doesn't use uh, uh, Dolce and Gabbana. He doesn't, he doesn't use uh, uh, Calvin Klein and all these polo. He, 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 his presence alone, his, his presence alone, is, is, it, it carries an aura with it. When God comes to a place as a spirit, if you are spiritual, you will identify, you will know that God is here. You will know that the spirit of God is present. You, you will know it. You will know it. And it is very important to know and to be able to identify and be able to, to pick up the presence of God when it's there. Because when the presence of God comes, you should be able to know why the presence is here. Did, did you understand? For example, if somebody calls you, if somebody uh, who, is, who is bigger or somebody who is important calls you, it means something. You should, you should be able to prepare and go. And when you go, there must be something. It's not like, come sit down and let's lime. There's definitely a purpose. Are you, are you with me? And so the aura is the first aspect of God's presence. You feel it. Your skin will crawl. The second part of, or the second aspect of God's presence is what? It is the voice of God. The Bible said they heard his voice and they went to hide. As much as they didn't see him, the voice made them aware that he's around. That he is here. That, 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 that was it. Isn't it? Now, this evening, the final night, the third aspect of the presence of God is the gifts. The gifts. The gifts of God or the gifts of a person. 
gifts. The gifts. The father always has gifts around here, here and there, isn't it? Yeah. That you always have. If you have someone in your life who is a father, you must have received a gift from him here and there. Yeah. A father gives gifts. Especially when he travels. He comes back. He has something. You may not know it because you probably have not experienced that. Like I've learned, and I know that the, the, the presence of somebody who gave birth to you does not necessarily mean that you have a father. Are you, are you here? Oh, you've gone home already. You've gone home already. No, you can have a biological father. You can live with a father and not experience his fatherhood and fatherliness. Yeah. Because the father gives gifts. He gives gifts. He gives gifts. The gifts. And the gift is a sign of a person's presence. Now, when you are given a gift, you hold dear to it. You put it somewhere, especially if it's something that you, you can't eat. If it's something that you can keep or put it in your house, you put it somewhere. Anytime you see it, the person, the presence of the person is reminded. You remind. That's why even when people die, people still keep things of them. So to, to, to almost want to think that, oh, they are around. We have a cross here for, for us to remember the presence of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. Jesus said, you should not forget me. You should always have communion in remembrance of me. So when you see communion, you think about God. You think about Jesus. You think about his presence. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 25, Verse 1. Then again, Abraham took a wife. Again, he took a wife. And her name was Keturah. And she bare him Zimran. Do you know Zimran? We only know of Isaac, isn't it? We don't know of Zimran. And Jokshan. And Midan. And Midian. And Ishbak. And Shua. You know, Abraham had children like that? Man. And what? And Jokshan begat Sheba and Dedan. And the sons of Dedan were Ashurim and Letushim. And Lumim, like Guyanese name. Nukita, Ketisha, Atiya, Motuyo, like that. <laughs> it's like tongues. Yeah, Ashurim and Letushim and Lumim. It's like tongues, I tell you. And the sons of Midian, Ephah and Ephah and Ephah, and Hanok and Abida and Eldar. All these were the children of Keturah. Hey, when you read the Bible, you learn. Oh. Abraham didn't only have Isaac. There are others who were not so important to the Bible. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> but unto the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts. He gave gifts. He gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son while he yet lived eastward unto the east country. Abraham is smart. 
So while I'm alive, you all remove, get out of here. Because <laughs> when I die, there'll be a fight in this house. So take a move. Everything else here is for Isaac. It's very important when you get old to actually make clear your, your inheritance and who is for before you die. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't make it a surprise. And when you are gone, they, they read your will and they say, ah, oh, I'm surprised that daddy gave this thing to this person. Yeah, yeah. And then problems come. Then caught. Whilst the person is alive, that's what Abraham did. He gave everything he had to Isaac. That's a father. He gave gifts. And the Bible says that for the wives of the, con- the children of the concubines, he gave them gifts and then he sent them away. Yeah, bought tickets for us. You go to Barbados. You go to America. Go to Canada. Continue your education. You go, go. Isaac, you're right here in East Penitence. Let's live right here. So that by the time Abraham leaves, there's nobody around Isaac to fight him for anything. Most of that we are afraid to, to, to make decisions when it comes to our children and properties. I think my father, maybe, for me, for me, as I've, as I've grown, my father left all his properties for his wife and children, which is a very safe thing to do, right? Safe, because you don't want one person to think, oh, daddy doesn't like me, why this, why that? But as I've grown, I just feel that maybe it would have been better for, for, for him to be bold and say, this is for this person. Because the properties for all of us, it has made people become a bit phlegmatic. It's that the person who is interested is the person who takes initiatives. And the person who's not interested doesn't do anything. Because remember, siblings and children, we are very different though. Children are very different. There are some who are very serious. There are some who are jokers. There are some who care. There are some who don't care. So when you give things to children, you see that they'll be fighting because the one who's interested will be fighting the one who's not interested. And then the one who's interested, but, but why are you doing this? But it's for all of us. But then genuinely, you are, you are misbehaving. So we have a house, we have a business, we have houses, we have lands, we have business. In Ghana, for example, I, I, I don't see any benefit. I don't see any benefit. When we buried my mother, you see, my father died in 2010, and then my mother died in 2012. When we finished the funeral, we sat down in my father's room as siblings, eight of us, and then we said, so what do we do now? I raised my hand and said, Let's sell the house and let's divide the money and everybody go along his way. Then they look at me and say, what madness is that? I said, madness? When I leave this country here, so? I don't know when I'm coming back to enjoy this building. And there are five rooms in the house. We are eight. It's not even enough. Who sleeps outside? The youngest, right? <laughs> they think that there are eight of us. So it means that I am number six. It means that I'll be the first to sleep outside. <laughs> nah. Probably take the living room and give the kitchen to number seven and maybe the toilet to number eight or something. So I realized that, you know what, this thing, and we know ourselves. So it's, it's, it's something. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it as a window and all of that. But if you are growing up, if you are older, you have children, you have property, you have to, you have to be bold and do things now. Yeah, yo, keep, keep. There are some of the children you know clearly that this person will be better looking after this thing or after. Just, just make the decision. That's how leadership is like. It's a strong something. People don't like that. It's clear. 
But fathers give gifts. That's what I'm trying to say. Fathers, they give gifts. And the gifts are marks of their presence. God has a gift for you tonight. I said God has a gift for you tonight. Stand to your feet, please. We believe you have been blessed by the powerful teaching of God's word. For booking and more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call us on 592-225-6760 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. You can also log on to www.shepherdhouseinternational.org. God richly bless you.